Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Postcards Podcast. It's just me, Lauren, today, recording from Canada, kind of boring, but Nicole is exploring Croatia this week with some friends, so I'm here to do a solo episode. I'm so excited for Nicole because I loved Croatia. Matt and I booked it last year, and we stayed there for a month and split. And we kind of just booked it because at that point it was out of Shenzhen. Um, So we needed to kind of go out to stay in Europe for four months without going over the 90 day like visa limits. So we booked Croatia just because it was out there and then it turned out to be like one of our favorite places ever. I loved Split so much. It had pretty much everything Italy has, but less crowded, less expensive. The people are so kind. So if you're ever in Europe, I definitely recommend going to Croatia check out Split, check out Havar. We didn't do Dubrovnik, but I kind of wish we did. So if we ever go back, we probably will go to Dubrovnik. Um, And then one of the most beautiful places I've ever been is Plitvica Lakes, which is a national park in Croatia. And it has these like amazing waterfalls. It's like a day trip, like four hours away from Split. Um, We booked like a bus tour and it was just stunning. I think it was ranked like one of the most beautiful places on earth at one point. So if you're ever in Croatia, make sure to do all those things. I'm sure Nicole will have more to share when she comes back. But while Nicole is traveling Europe, I was traveling the big, old, exciting Minnesota roads. Um, My mom and I went on a road trip across Minnesota. Not really across Minnesota. Um, We drove from like where I live to Duluth and then spent a night there. And then we went to Minneapolis because my family lives there. So we saw my grandma, my uncle, my aunt, my cousins, and all those people. So that was really fun. Um, and honestly, Duluth is such a cool town. I guess it's not really anywhere to like go to if you're not from the States or like near Minnesota. But if you're like near Minnesota, I personally love the North Shore. My family goes, we're going to go there for Christmas this year actually and go like skiing and stuff. Um, just Lake Superior is beautiful and there's lots of cute little stores in Duluth and my mom and I went to a really cute restaurant which I'll mention later because it's going to be my stamp of the week for all the people that are possibly traveling through Duluth, Minnesota. Um, but that, that was basically my, my week. I also actually onboarded two new clients, which was really exciting because I've been, I, I think these are the two... I think I got one other client this year, but two new clients this year, like for the first time, which is a long time to go without clients, especially since I lost a couple this year. And it's just really exciting that there's still people that want to work with me. And I kind of was like, I don't know, I kind of just skimmed over them. And I'm like, dang, you should like celebrate these things. And I was talking to, was I talking to Nicole? I mean, I was talking to someone about like how important it is to celebrate things. Like, celebrate the little things the medium things the big things and like really take a moment to be like oh I did this like oh I just got two new clients like that's really amazing what can I do to like celebrate it so I made a list on my phone of like ways little ways to celebrate things medium ways to celebrate things and then like large ways so large would be like getting engaged or getting married or something like something really big medium I would say would be like getting a job you wanted, um, grad, no, graduating might be large. So getting a job you wanted, maybe getting like promoted. Um, what else? I don't know. Stuff like that. Then little things could be like, oh, acing a midterm or an exam or 
finally handing in all your assignments for the year or quitting your job that was toxic and I kind of was like how the heck can I celebrate these things um and like actually pay attention to them because I find that I just like the good things happen or like I do something good and then I never reward myself so then I don't have confidence because I'm like oh well you never do anything good so you kind of just suck um like even for example I didn't go to my graduation ceremony like my university grad I kind of wish I did because my brain is almost like well what have you done in your life like you haven't done anything and it's like maybe if I went to the graduation ceremony like sat in that and enjoyed the ceremony and kind of celebrated maybe even went on a trip with my friends or like you know had a party to celebrate being like wow I studied hard for four years did tons of exams dedicated literally four years of my life to becoming like an expert in something and I think it's just really important to celebrate things so actually I'm gonna grab my phone and I'm gonna read the list of ways to celebrate so I would count like onboarding these two clients and like signing these two clients as little wins just because they weren't like high ticket clients I would say if they're like high ticket clients that were gonna make like a good point point of my income and they were like in the field I wanted and I was like gunning for them for a while then I would say that's like a medium win and I would do something medium sorry I'm like out of breath <laughs> but because these clients are like they're not high ticket and I'm mostly like assisting them for a little bit it's not like too to me like a huge thing I'm gonna I would do little celebrations which I still haven't done so I need to do that maybe today. Here are my favorite ways to celebrate wins. So here's some little wins. Um, doing like a fun yoga class or like booking yourself like a really fun exercise class, like a yoga or like meditation or like hot yoga, Pilates, like something cool like that. I know people are like exercise as a reward, almond mom, but no, just like, or even like doing like your favorite yoga video or like doing your a long like meditation that you love to do I think that's a great way to celebrate something little um have a dance party that's a really amazing one like I've had moments where like something happens and I literally get up and I dance to a song I did that on my birthday actually Matt <laughs> Matt laughed so hard because he said like we were just like talking to each other and it's like my birthday I just woke up and he's like oh my gosh happy birthday blah, blah blah and then I went back into our bedroom and then he heard birthday by Katy Perry just start blasting on the speakers and I was like dancing around the room to it because I'm like I don't know having a dance party it's a great way to kind of get those endorphins running and feel good about yourself so having a dance party is an amazing way to celebrate a little achievement um get yourself a little treat love those go up for ice cream get yourself a nice starbucks drink maybe you know order pizza in make yourself something make yourself like your favorite cookies like get yourself a little treat um buy something small you've been wanting which maybe i'll do because i actually have to go and get something from shoppers drug mart so i could like just let myself pick out something fun maybe that's what i'll do um, I also wrote, this one's kind of weird, trying a new Pinterest snack, but I love making little, like, fun snacks, so that'd be something fun to do, or buying a new book, um, so those are, like, little things, you know, let me know if you think of anything else little, I love making lists, so, like, please let me know if you think of anything else, I love making lists, um, medium, so, again, this would be, like, getting a job, or maybe getting promoted, and things like that, book a massage love take yourself thrifting which by the way I do these things even when I don't 
do things <laughs> when I'm not celebrating things, but it's also just like do it with also the intention of like celebrating yourself. Um, buy yourself a gift. Like this would be a nicer gift than like the small one. So maybe like something from Lululemon you've been wanting or I don't know, something nice for yourself. <laughs> um, make mocktails and do a toast or it could be like a champagne toast. I just have been, I say I'm on the sober grind, but I'm not, I've, I literally drank this weekend. Um, but you could also make cocktails and like do toast, pop champagne, do a toast, and then also go out for dinner, go out for dinner with your significant other, go out for dinner with yourself, go out for dinner with friends, have a little toast, be like, I got a promotion, woohoo. Um, and then big, which is so obvious, like this is like, if you're getting married, throw a party, book a trip or like pop a expensive bottle of champagne. So I think, I mean, the little list is probably more important than anything. Cause those are the things that I forget to celebrate. Like I just got the clients I've been wanting all year. Like I should celebrate that, but I haven't for some reason. So you know what? After this, I need to go get something from Shoppers Drug Mart. So I'm going to go to Shoppers Drug Mart, get it. And maybe I'll let myself pick out something I like to celebrate the fact that I just got two new clients that I've been working very hard for. And the next time you do something for yourself, even if it's like, oh my gosh, I had a goal this month to go to the gym X amount of times and I did it. So I'm going to go get myself a treat or I really was nervous to start this new class and I went every single day. I'm buying myself a treat. Like just celebrating yourself and celebrating little things that you do, I think is so important. Especially Nicole and I talk about being digital nomads and working for ourselves. Um, and how you really have to be your BBE, your best boss ever, and you kind of have to reward yourself because you're not gonna get that year-end bonus for having good performance. You're not gonna get that commission for onboarding an extra client. You're not gonna get like a thank you card because you did a great job or like you're not gonna have your boss take you out for lunch like you have to be your own bbe you got to celebrate yourself um and i think that's probably something a lot of digital nomads and like entrepreneurs can relate to it's like oh i did a lot of good things but i never recognized myself so start recognizing yourself make this list on your phone of like little medium large and next time you do something like you have to do one of those things or something else if you can think of it just to celebrate yourself and when I go into Shoppers Drug Mart today I'm gonna to be thinking you deserve this you onboarded those two clients yours are amazing let me pick out a little treat for yourself and then every time I look at that freaking lip gloss or something I'm gonna be like I got this because I worked really hard <laughs> speaking of like being a digital nomad and the hard things about that our last episode was kind of about it and also that was like one of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded so you if you haven't listened to that please do um nicole and i are trying to switch the podcast a little more towards travel and digital nomad life rather than just general topics um, which i think was kind of the point of the podcast in the beginning also hi nicole if you're listening to this hey girl um anyways <laughs> it's just we had we're analytics girlies or i am and a lot of people like to listen to the tea episodes about breakups and friendship breakups because I think it's a lot of people that know us so then those topics like pique their interest because they think we're going to spill the tea but our goal of this podcast is to really like connect women who are digital nomads and inspire people to like live their lives so we're going to go back to our roots and that's what we're going to be doing um and that's exactly what this episode is i'm gonna be sharing the story of how i personally became a digital nomad also give some tips nicole and i did a podcast like this but we didn't completely really touch on like 
our full stories or at least I don't think we did and if we did I'm so sorry so my digital nomad journey began in 2022 so last year um but I would say like the reasoning and like the little things that led up to it honestly began in like when I first went to university or even I'll say third year so it was kind of like 2019 and I think I told this on the podcast before but I really want to go on exchange and I applied multiple times I think the first time I was going to go to like Amsterdam or something or even maybe not and then the second time I was going to go somewhere else like I basically it got canceled because of COVID so I couldn't go and then they kind of kept promising us like oh you'll go in the fall instead so then you reapply and then you get accepted and then they canceled again they yeah so it just kept getting canceled and I never got to travel and that was like one of the most things I was excited for in university was to like go to school and meet new people in a different country and explore Europe like I was so excited but COVID crushed those dreams (laughs) so I kind of vowed to myself like I am going to travel after school I don't care what anyone tells me I am going to find a remote job that lets me travel and I'm just going to do it. And my third co-op was actually at a company that was remote first, even before COVID happened. And they really like, one of their values was like letting people travel when they worked for them because they founded their app in Ghana and they were from Canada. So they were always like traveling and stuff too. So I think COVID like really opened my eyes to the fact that you can I think in a lot of people probably found this too that COVID opened my eyes to like work doesn't have to always be first like you can put other things ahead of it and one of those things can be travel and adventure and loving your life other things could be family or health like you can put other things first besides work and for me in my 20s and just graduating university I wanted to put travel and adventure first like that was the most important thing to me so I was like as soon as I graduate university, I'm out of here. And actually my lease ended at the end of August. And then because I was in co-op and same with Nicole, my schooling went to December. But because of COVID, it was all online anyways. So I packed up my stuff and I was like, I'm, I'm going to move somewhere that fall just for like those three months. And then if I get a job, then at least I explore during like those months. But in February of that year, I met Matt, who is now my boyfriend, and he worked for a company in Europe, actually, remotely, before COVID even happened. And I was like, hey, I, this fall I'm moving, I might be going to exchange to Amsterdam at this point, I thought, and I was like, so I'm leaving, I'm traveling the world. And he was kind of like, okay, like, I'll just come with you. And I was like, okay. So I think for a long time I was, it was going to be exchanged. So I was planning on going to like Amsterdam and Matt was going to come along. And then in the summer I found out it was getting canceled because of COVID, even though it was 2021 at that point. So I was kind of bummed out. I think you couldn't even travel internationally at all at that point. So that's why in the fall I didn't like go to like Europe or something because we had to stay in Canada, but I still wanted to go somewhere. So Matt and I packed up all our stuff and we moved to Vancouver for that semester so that was kind of like my first taste of the digital nomad life was just moving across the country exploring Vancouver Matt was with me we like rented a place for three months and we got to explore a new city 
and it was cool honestly I got seasonal depression so it wasn't the best experience but September was really great but then I got really depressed um and then as I was like nearing graduation I was like dealing with that little depression dealing with um all those issues and like I don't know where I'm going with this I would say I kind of had a confused mind but the one thing that I did know was that I wanted to be able to travel when I worked that was like my one requirement I was like I just want to be able to travel when I work because I didn't get to go in university and the world's gonna open up soon and I want to be able to go so I was kind of looking for jobs and I found this job with one of my mentors I kind of talked about this before and they hired me and they said it was okay for me to travel internationally so I was like that's great amazing so for the first half of 2022 or not half sorry for January and February of 2022 I was living at Matt's mom's house with Matt and we were just like trying to find places to live we had never done it before we were like well first of all the world is our oyster so we were like where the heck do we even begin like there's nowhere that we need to be so we can literally be anywhere so we were looking like all over South America we thought we were gonna go to Argentina at one point we thought we we're gonna go to Chile at one point which are still two places that I really want to go to I think Argentina is a big one on my list especially like Patagonia so I definitely still want to go there at one point but we were gonna start there and we like I had so many nights where we're like, we're going to Argentina, we're going to Chile. But mind you, Matt had never really traveled outside of like going to the Dominican with his family and stuff like that. And the only time that I had was like, I went to Spain once and I went to Italy once. Um, So I kind of was like, I'm not ready to move somewhere that I'm like not completely familiar with. Like I'd rather start in Europe because I've been to Europe twice. So at least I would feel like a little bit more comfortable than starting in like South America. So we were like, okay but it was also like the dead of winter in Canada and I'd also just gone through like seasonal depression so I was like I need a beach I need sun so we went to the Canary Islands in Spain and that was like a random google search like I just randomly google searched like warm places in Europe and that was like one of the warmest places it was cheap it was easy to get there kind of and so that was the first place we went and I remember we just like randomly booked it on Airbnb booked our flights and we kind of were just looking at each other like okay so guess we're moving to Spain and I had this full-time job and he had his full-time job and then I also had my business on the side which I guess I kind of forgot to mention but I basically like started a business in university my fourth year of university I've mentioned it before um I basically had a bunch of freelance clients and so did my other friend so we kind of just combined forces under the title seed and soul marketing and now we help people do content marketing anyway so we moved to Spain and I lost my job which is a whole other story and so I was kind of forced into just taking on seed and soul marketing full-time and when that happened I was really sad but then I started looking into the community online and I was like whoa there's a lot of people who are digital nomads like in this community like on Instagram and everywhere like there's just so many people that were in this community that I didn't even know about there's so many people traveling and working at the same time and starting their businesses and it was just really cool to see this whole community that now I was a part of. And yeah, it was just amazing. And again, sometimes I don't know if I give myself enough credit because I'm like, oh, it was really easy. Like I just booked an Airbnb and booked a flight and I became a digital nomad. But I think it's more like the guts that that 
took that I should like appreciate about myself more and same with Nicole like not a lot of people would sell every single thing they own and just pack up a suitcase and say well I'm gonna move to Spain and I'm very lucky because I have a boyfriend and he was willing to do it with me and I'm like maybe if I was single I wouldn't do that maybe I would have been too scared or maybe I would have done it in a different way so I, I think the reason behind me becoming a digital nomad was largely like just my willingness to travel well my love for travel and my like deep desire to see the world and travel um also slightly being pissed off at like the corporate culture and burnout I just kind of was like I'm gonna and like COVID like just COVID just shutting down the world and like ripping everything away so I was just kind of in it I was just pissed I was like I'm gonna do what I want and no one's gonna tell me not to do it and I think that's kind of what drove me to become a digital nomad and now I'm so blessed to be a part of this community I don't know how long I will do it, but probably for, I don't know when I'll come back to Canada and until then I'll be living somewhere else. So I guess that would make me a digital nomad. So that's largely what caused me to become a digital nomad. And then from there, Matt and I kind of just planned out Europe and then he has a business in Dubai. So then we've been flying to Dubai and then I eventually want to go to South Asia or Southeast Asia. And that's where we went this year. And yeah, it's kind of been it, it did take a lot of effort for me to, and a lot of wanting to do it. But at the same time, when people ask me, like, how do you become a digital nomad? I'm kind of just like, well, you just do it. There's no, like, there's no, like, application process. You just kind of have to do it. You kind of have to just sell all your stuff, sell it all, and have only a suitcase or put some stuff in your parents' house like I did. <laughs> and you just have to go. You just got to find some Airbnbs. You got a bucket plane to get out and then ta-da, you are a digital nomad. And I think probably what a lot more people mean when they ask how to become a digital nomad is how do you get a remote job so you can be a digital nomad. And that's totally fair because I think it's it, it can be hard. I think in 2020, 2021, it's probably a lot easier to find remote jobs. I think now a lot of people are hybrid or I've seen a lot of jobs are like remote, but only in Canada so I think it is probably harder to find some remote jobs now because people are realizing that in-person interactions and face-to-face interactions actually have a ton of value so I mean my biggest tip first of all to becoming a digital nomad is finding like your why like why do you even want to become a digital nomad is it just because you see people posting on Instagram and you're you want to be them or is it something you actually want to do and I think though like you can be inspired by people on Instagram like if you feel jealous of people that's a great sign that that's something that you want to do but then also think do you enjoy certain things that would require you to have a home like do you enjoy certain hobbies like I don't know sewing or hockey that would really require a big space or are you okay to move every single month and meet new have to meet new people and let go of your friends and you're not gonna have like a home so I think people just forget that sometimes that there are some downsides to it. It's not like you're just on vacation all the time. And are you comfortable with culture shock? And are you like all, the, I don't know, those are just some questions I would ask myself. <laughs> but then to get that remote job that you need to be a digital nomad, there are like two ways to go about it. So you can either work for someone else or you can work for yourself. I would say working for yourself is probably the easier way to do it. Well, no, I wouldn't say that, but it is probably what most people do. 
if you want to work for someone else, I would recommend going on LinkedIn and turning on job alerts. You can specify that you want to remote and then you'll get job alerts every single day for jobs in your field. You can like mark the type of jobs that you want and put them as remote and you can apply to jobs there. Also network with other people that have remote jobs or remote companies and ask them to have coffee chats and stuff like that. And there's like other websites you can use. Like there's one called No Desk where they post all remote jobs or We Work Remotely, I think is another one. And you can sign up for newsletters where every single day you get an email with a bunch of jobs that are remote. Or you can go visit their website every single day and check out all the jobs. I used to do that when I wasn't making enough money at Seed and Soil. And that's a great way. Even if you just get a part-time job, then there you go. So I think that would be the number one way to start is just get a remote job. And another great part about that is like you can go off and you can travel and then you can come back and keep the same job anyways. So that's how you would get a remote job if you want to work for someone. If you wanted to work for yourself, this is where it gets hard. And I would also caution people to think about what it's like to work for yourself before you work for yourself. Are you okay with probably working alone, handling everything, probably working more, not being able to turn things off because you are the manager, you're the accountant, you are the marketer, you're everything. Are you okay with not turning things off? Are you okay with unstable income? Think about those things before you start. However, you get rewarded with a super flexible schedule. I can just work when I want to. And I mean, I just have to take meetings with my clients and answer their emails, but super flexible schedule. And I also don't have to work with anyone that I don't want to work with. So just think if this is what you want to do, or if you're just kind of the grass is green on the other side. If you do want to work for yourself, you've thought about it, you've journaled about it, you're like, no, I want to start my own business. I really want to do this. Then I think it's hard because if your goal is just to make money, it's hard to find, like, found a business off of that. So, but I mean, you definitely can. It's just like, I don't know what my advice would be for that, but just think about your goal again for that. Like, how do you want to help people? What are the skills that you have that you could take in a nomad fashion? A lot of people are like marketing agencies like I am. I was like, I went to marketing school. I have a background in marketing. So that's why I started it. You could also be a virtual assistant is extremely popular for nomads. So you can go on different websites for virtual assistants and you become a virtual assistant that's a great way to kind of like have a nomad job but yeah let's say you want to start a marketing business like I did the first thing that I'd recommend is making a website and making a portfolio of like all your work so you can showcase it to people and then I would recommend booking like as many coffee chats as you possibly can with your network like message every single person you know being like hey I need some advice is it okay that we talk and actually ask them for advice. Be like, I'm starting this business. You have a background in this. Like, do you have any advice on this? They'll give you advice and that will be your coffee chat. But the real purpose of this chat is now that person has in their mind that you are trying to start this business and they have this like want to help you probably. So it's more just to like get the word out there. Now more people in your network understand that you're trying to start this business you want to travel and whenever an opportunity pops up, they're going to pass it along to you. You can also do cold outreach. So you can do the research yourself, find people that looks like their social media isn't very good, message them, show them your portfolio, show them your rates. Or you could look for people that are advertising for full-time or part-time jobs and message them and pitch, hey, what if you worked with a freelancer instead? 
so that's kind of how I got started in my business is I just told my network and I was really lucky and I started off with some referrals and then my referrals just grew and now I have this little little business um and it's been really great I mean this whole podcast I kind of want it to be about like how to become a digital nomad but the truth is there's no like secret formula to becoming a digital nomad everyone has to do it in their own way it's almost like asking how do you become a millionaire or something like that there's no like direct path I can give you some tips on how to do it but honestly it's quite simple you just have to have the guts to do it you just have to cut any ties that are keeping you in one place if you have a job that doesn't let you go remote ask them if you can go remote they say no then you're gonna have to find a remote job so turn on those linkedin notifications reach out to your network and try and get that remote job or maybe you will start something yourself so make yourself a website while you're still keeping that full-time job after hours make yourself a website make yourself a portfolio start spreading the word try and get some clients and then sell all your shit on facebook marketplace you have a little bit extra cash then also all you got is a suitcase you got to book a plane ticket book an airbnb and ta-da you're a digital nomad there's not much more to it and you don't need like a university degree to do this would it help probably in getting clients of course but if you just have a portfolio that you can show even it's even if it's like you showing what it would like if you redid a famous brand's Instagram that's still like your work or you could do a volunteer for things in your town or clubs at your university or your high school or whatever make a portfolio of all the stuff you've ever done and there you have it if you're not in marketing what other skills do you have are you good at writing are you good at accounting or bookkeeping you know you just have to think about the skills that you have but I guess this overall podcast is just to say that like there's no secret formula to becoming a digital nomad and you might just be putting it off because you're scared and you just can't be scared. You have to just take the jump. You're only in your 20s once with no liabilities or risks once or maybe you're in your 30s or your 40s. It's like you only will have this desire for so long. So take advantage of it and do it. And the other thing is like everything will be here when you come back. I mean, your job probably won't be here your house won't be here but like you can still come back like I'm gonna be a digital nomad but one day I'm gonna settle down I'm gonna get a house and probably a different job but for now I'm gonna travel the world and see the world and travel with my boyfriend and make less money and save less money but honestly it's so worth it because in this year I've been so many places I've lived in Thailand I've lived in Singapore I've lived in Croatia and it's just such an amazing experience and I think everyone should do it at least for one year of their life. Go and live around the world. You don't have to even be making money maybe. You're not making money but just do it. I don't know if I have really any other general tips because you just got to start baby and I believe in you and you got this and I think you just need to realize that if you don't start taking advantage of things now you you may never do it so you need to start taking action steps you need to start putting yourself and your goals first and start taking some t- steps towards what you want if you know that you want to become a digital nomad that is an amazing amazing thing to know a lot of people don't even know what they want to do so the fact that you know that you want something is amazing and you just got to write it down and know that's your goal and then set little mini goals on how to get there does it mean okay 
This month, my goal is to have a conversation with my boss about going remote. Next, I'm going to quit if she doesn't let me. Or I'm not going to quit until I have a job lined up. So I'm going to start applying for remote jobs. This week, this weekend, I'm going to sign up for every newsletter on remote jobs that I can find. Or I'm going to build a website for my portfolio. You just have to start setting goals. And I don't know, I just want to encourage people to really live their lives. Like you shouldn't be giving up your life to just live the way everyone else does just because that's the way everyone lives and people are going to judge you. Like, what do you really want and what do you really value? Is that travel? Is that adventure? Then you should be prioritizing that. And if it's not, if it's stability and money and family, then you don't have to be digital nomad. But then I don't think you probably would be listening to this podcast. But I think I'm, I'm just trying to encourage people to do it. Just do it and you will love it and things will be here when you get back but i'm kind of just rambling because i don't have any more advice so i guess i will go to the stamp of the week and my stamp of the week is something that i mentioned um my mom and i went to duluth and we went to this place called lake avenue cafe i think that's what it was called and it was delicious i was really surprised because when i think of minnesota food it's usually like fried food and stuff like that so when I find places that have like a unique menu I'm obsessed immediately and this place had a really unique menu I think it changes all the time so um I got like a soba noodle bowl with like fried tofu and like a peanut sauce my mom got green curry noodles and both were very very good um and it's just like a cute little cafe down by the waterfront um like near canal park and yeah just a rotating menu really cool item asian inspired items other like flavors too there's burgers and pastas and just really cool things and then we got like a peach cobbler um for dessert and we were obsessed it was so good it had like whipped cream on top but it was goat cheese whipped cream so it was literally so good and it was a really cute little spot so if you're ever in duluth skip out on the olive garden and go to lake avenue cafe it's delicious and you'll not regret it i will say though the super no- soba noodle bowl was so spicy the guy warned me um he was like that's like a four out of five of spice and it really was like it was like an asian spice too like you can't hide from it um so i like ate very slow and could not finish it all and if it wasn't spicy i would have like mucked it down but it was so spicy that i couldn't he also said the curry was like a two out of five i think or a three out of five but that wasn't that spicy. But the soba noodles, when they say they're spicy, they're spicy. Um, but amazing restaurant. So if you're ever driving through Duluth, Minnesota, definitely go there. Anyways, I hope Nicole is having an amazing, amazing time in Croatia. I'm sure she is. And if you guys ever have a desire to be a digital nomad or you want to start your own marketing business, literally dm me on instagram because i love to talk about it i love to help people chase their dreams and so i'm definitely willing to have a little conversation if you ever have any questions or you just need some inspiration some motivation i'll be there so yeah send me a message just be like hey lauren heard this episode and i'm kind of interested in becoming a digital nomad but i have some questions or maybe you're starting your business you don't have any clients you make a call with me like hey Lauren I need some advice and then I know that you're starting your business and then when I need help I reach out to you 
So maybe you just use your little my trickeroo on me. Anyways, chase your dreams, people. We got this. <laughs> I don't know how to end this podcast without Nicole. Nicole, please come back soon. And yeah, make sure to follow our Instagram at Postcards Pod, our TikTok TikTok at Postcards Pod, and our YouTube Postcards Podcast. And I will see you guys next week, hopefully with Nicole. Hopefully she's back. And I love you. Bye.